Welcome to the Treble Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Thompson, audiologist and founder of Treble Health. This podcast is supported by treblehealth.com, the nation's leading telehealth service for tinnitus and hearing loss treatment. Thank you for being here on our podcast and make sure to subscribe to get our newest episodes sent straight to you. Let's get ahead with today's episode. Hi there, my name is Ben Thompson, audiologist with Treble Health. Today I'm joined by Melinda. This is Melinda's second time sharing her tinnitus story here on our YouTube channel. Six months ago, we posted another video where Melinda was a few months into working with us and started to experience relief. We'll let Melinda here tell her full story in just a moment. But some of the comments on the first video that we released were very helpful, positive interview. Thanks so much for the hope. Congrats to Melinda. Keep going. So we want to showcase how the tinnitus recovery process takes time and it really is a journey. So you can feel better at the beginning, but also what happens three months, six months, 12 months later. And with that, Melinda, could you please give us some backstory of how you got here and what's happened between when this tinnitus began and now we'll start there. Yeah, I sure can. So my tinnitus started in June of 22. So a little less than a year ago, Um, I had a surgery unrelated to my brain or ears. And all of a sudden, one day I was sitting in my living room and realized my ears were ringing. I actually thought there was something in my home going wrong. So I looked around and then I'm a pretty reactive person. So I quickly realized that my ears were, both ears were ringing. And then I started to panic. And the more I panicked, the louder it got. And then I really didn't know what was happening. I actually was concerned that I was having a stroke or something because I had just had a surgery and I had never experienced this before. And so I really was did not know where to turn. That led into, I did take some trips to the emergency room, asked, what am I going to do? What's happening here? Do I need an MRI? Which I didn't do at the time. They said, you're fine. It's ear ringing. You just need to get used to it. And I'm like, I'd go home. It wasn't getting any better. And I, w- I was having rolling panic attacks. Pretty much was staying in my bedroom. I worked from home, but I was having a hard time reading. I couldn't drive my car. I couldn't, t- I was having troubles take care of my children. Could not sleep. I lost 20 pounds in the first two months of of having tinnitus. And then I went on, I don't know if Ben, you want me to get into that now, but I did go on to try some audiology um, efforts, but I'll admit, I was really questioning if I could live with this. Uh, I was in a very dark place. I went into a very dark place of depression and anxiety. I'd gone to the airport to go on a trip for work. I could not get on the airplane. I had a panic attack at the airport, had to turn around and go home. And I was completely annihilated. I had no idea what, what I was going to do the next day. So that's how it started. Thank you for sharing that. I'm so sorry it happened that way. Uh, fortunately, things have turned around eventually. So how did you end up getting help and end up finding our team? Because the only reason that I'm introduced to you is because you found Treble Health, our online telehealth service, and you worked with Dr. Tracy on our team. And that's how we got connected. That's why I know your story. Tell us about just a quick refresher on what kind of help you got immediately and in those first weeks and months. What did you experience? Yeah. So the the doctors in the emergency room and the doctor that did the surgery were not helpful at all. They were actually quite callous. Um, and I was shocked. I was like, people were like, it's no big deal. It's just ear ringing. And I'm like, no, this is serious. Like something's really wrong. So then I got on a wait list for an ENT. So I did lose some time before I, before I found trouble, but I got on the wait list for an ENT. He also did a hearing test, which was good. I'm glad he did that. But he also said, funny, he said, funny, strange things happen. There's nothing I can do for you. You need to get used to it. 
once again, walked away completely defeated. I then was just searching and searching locally, not thinking from a telehealth model. Uh, I found an audiologist locally. I went in and he was kind of confused by me. I said, I'd heard of these maskers somehow on the internet. And um, he's like, I'll order one, but it's not. Because at that point I should add, my left ear stopped for no apparent reason stopped. So my right ear was still really bothersome. So I asked him to order one um, device and he didn't know how to program it. So when it came in, I lost another week or two. Um, He didn't know how to program it. So I was sitting with him. I'm not an audiologist uh, trying to program this device and almost in tears because I knew that there was something there that could help, but he didn't know how to do it. And so I walked away that um, I had one device in a right ear that had white noise in it, but still defeated. And then finally, I had an epiphany somehow, and I was searching and Treble Health popped up and it led me to the YouTube videos. And I'm like, yes, this is it. And I actually didn't think it was real. I didn't think you guys were real. I thought, can this really be the case? So then I called and I got in with Dr. Tracy that afternoon. I think we had a phone call, 15 minute phone call. And after that, I was like, finally, somebody knows what they're talking about. Somebody knows how to help. There's a local retraining therapy program here in Minnesota, but they're on a six month wait list. And it was in person, also very challenging to get into that program. And I don't even know, I haven't heard much stats out of their program either. So so that's why I found trouble. Yeah. This is a short interruption from today's video to announce the tinnitus quiz. If you're watching this video, there's a good chance that you or someone you know has tinnitus. We know how much tinnitus can impact your daily life and we're here to help. Visit tinnitusquiz.com and take a two-minute quiz to receive personalized treatment plans that have helped hundreds of people learn to manage their tinnitus. Start now at tinnitusquiz.com. And as part of working with an expert, we want to quantify, we want objective data to analyze, okay, how severe is this tinnitus, right? Obviously, you can tell us, you know, on a scale of one to 10, it's this bad. It affects me in these ways. In terms of how we measure tinnitus, we use the tinnitus functional index and we measure that from one to a hundred. And that gives us a score, a hundred being the worst, one being the best, a hundred essentially being the most, most severe tinnitus, one being essentially no tinnitus. So with that in mind, I had asked your permission before, just so everyone's um, on the same page here. When you first uh, got in contact with us, when you first you know started to work with us, you've given me permission to share these scores. So the first score that we measured was uh, 76 out of 100. And that would be categorized in the very big problem range. The sub scores, the sub categories that were uh, you know, most affected here include a sense of control, sleep, relaxation, and the emotional reaction. So is that does that sound about right that those areas were the the parts of this tinnitus experience that were the most intense and really were driving the the challenge here? Yeah, I was scared I was gonna lose my career. I was scared I couldn't take care of my children. Um I was on they did give me four different medications, which I'm, and then I didn't know which one was, could be making it worse. I mean, it was really, really challenging. It's probably one of the most challenging seasons I've had in my life. And I've had some other medical issues, but this was definitely the highest and most frustrating experience I've had. Okay. So it was a 76 out of a hundred when you started working with us a few months in is when we had our first video interview and you, the, the basic message I'll summarize, I'll paraphrase was I'm feeling better. Sound therapies helped working with 
The expert care has helped. I'm not done, but I have a message to share that I'm feeling better. Could you explain a bit more about what happened in those first few months? Yeah, so working with Dr. Tracy and the entire team, I actually worked with Dr. Ramsey and other folks too, just if someone was on vacation, but mostly Dr. Tracy. And I met with her weekly. And um, I had a very significant shift right away. It went from the chaos mode down pretty quickly because me, I was just looping and looping, panicking, looping, and I just needed a relief. And I was panicking that I'd never, ever get relief the rest of my life. And so that's why when I started wearing the maskers and I wore them 24 seven at first, and it just gave me a break to say, oh, wait, that's not my, that's not the tinnitus. That's the sound I picked right? So just little glimpses of control. So I dropped the sound three times or Dr. Tracy dropped the sound via telehealth, which is very easy three times in the first couple months. And then yes, I still, I still had it, but it wasn't like at the chaos level where I couldn't function. So I started going back to church. I started going, traveling for work. So life started slowly started coming back. And now I'm in a phase where I'm still making progress, but it is much slower. It's much of a marathon, not a sprint at this point. But I had immediate relief, just the hope from Dr. Tracy and following the plan and the therapy. I doubted it was going to work. I really did, to be honest. But I just did what she told me to do and uh, watch success stories, a lot of success stories on, on your YouTube channel. And that's when it really started shifting. I started with crickets and really intense noises. And now I've shifted to some different noises with, with Dr. Tracy's okay. So we can get into that. But I have shifted what I use. And I I used to spend a lot of time in the app adjusting. And just yesterday, I didn't even know if I still had the app on my phone, the Phonak app, to be honest. So that just shows your brain, like your brain wants this, your brain wants relief. And I was fascinated when yesterday I'm like, Tracy, I don't even know if I have the app on my phone anymore. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a sign that mm-hmm. is out of your attention. It's less bothersome. It's less front of mind. That tinnitus score, right? From one to a hundred. So about nine months after you started, you know, working with us, um, And it wasn't all, you know, we know that it wasn't all weekly appointments, but there was some space. And typically, you know, you start with more frequent appointments at the beginning, there's more space later. But uh, nine months after starting with us, the most recent tinnitus score that you had completed was a 16 out of 100. So Mm -hmm. that went from a 76, what will be categorized as a very big problem, down to a 16. Obviously, congratulations. We're so happy. We're very proud of this. This is, you know, we're glad that life is better in this sense. What is it like today? Is the volume less than when it started? It, tell us about how your experience has changed, how it affects you, and also just your perception of what does it actually sound like? Is it louder, softer, different? Yeah. Yeah. So the day, the day I took the TFI index, I was having slight uh, ear ringing or tinnitus that day. But I will say, I recently took a trip to Florida. And I had five days where I, I don't want to say it wasn't there because I want to be very careful with my words, but I didn't notice it, nor did I feel any need to wear the maskers. Now I've talked to Dr. Tracy about, I should probably still be wearing them because at a low level to be careful because I'm very impatient. And so um, I've been in about seven months. The first few months was just ordering and getting things oriented. So about seven months I've worn them. And so, and then again, I had a, a little bit of a fluctuation when I got back because of the travel and just loss of sleep. And then now I've had a recently another three days where it was almost non-existent. Like I had to search for it, but I try not to even do that because it's, we talked about, it's not super healthy to do that. And so it, the volume, I think we're down four times and yesterday I'm down to the lowest bar again on the masker noise, the phone act master masker noise. 
And so I don't, I'm not going to lower it again because it would almost be non-existent. So probably not everybody's story, but the volumes come down. Do I still, the TFI score, the one that I'm probably scoring a little higher on is, do I still think about it more than about 50% of the day? Yes, because I'm very type A. And I, so I am still thinking about it, but there's big gaps of time. I either don't think about it. I don't hear it, or it's so low that I change my noise and I can tr- put the maskers on, do something else. And I, I'm not obsessing, which is huge for me because I was completely obsessing the first three, four months into it. Um, I couldn't break off the obsession I had of the ear ringing. So what helped you stop hyper-focusing on it? So I really struggled in the mornings. Um, I would wake up and I'd hear it and I'd get really depressed, just instantly depressed. And I'm like, I can't do another day of this. And so what we did is actually, ironically, I had another device that I would use when the other ones needed to charge. So in the morning, I'd wear them when I slept. And then right away, I would switch out to the one that needed that had a charge in it, sorry, the masker. And then I'd go right to the gym. I did that for a month or two. And that morning doom was gone. That was from Dr. Tracy because that was really, really when I was struggling. And then I would really struggle when I go wanted to go to a church service or something or something with my children. That's gone. I don't have it in public anymore. I used to just be blaring in my right ear when I would go out to an event and that I don't have that anymore. The times I have it is my remote office here. Uh, I always have sound therapy on plus my maskers, to be honest, as a backup and um, waking up in the morning. It wasn't going to bed at night. It was waking up in the morning when like your mind hasn't caught up with what's happening physically. That's what would get me in the early stages every time. Mm. Let's now put an image on the screen here of the four stages of tinnitus habituation. This image here that you see on the screen right now, this explains the four stages of relief that someone can experience on their journey towards full habituation. And Melinda, I'm going to ask you to comment here. Uh, We have stage one, stage two, stage three, and stage four. Stage one is where you started, where there was the highest awareness and annoyance of tinnitus throughout the day. Frequent worrying and anxiety, retreating from everyday activities, often accompanied by loss of sleep and appetite. Stage four, this is the goal where tinnitus is rarely noticed. We can quickly direct our attention away from it. It no longer elicits automatic negative feelings or thoughts. So tell us about your specific timeline and what you noticed uh, during these four stages. So I stage one for me, because I didn't know uh, that that treble existed, stage one was uh, three months, I would say June, July, August were really, really, really challenging. And then I started wearing the maskers in September. And then I quickly went into stage two because I, it took the edge off and I had hope and I would just keep reiterating. And I had a list on my computer of what I could do to calm my nervous system down. And then I would remember things that Dr. Tracy said to me in the process. And I really like the scientific data and the, the trouble videos would talk sometimes about the number of people that would get help or would get habituated. So I really like that. So I stayed in stage two for probably another three months or two months, two months, to be honest. So, and don't mind you, the first three months were not with treble health. So about two months. And then I went into stage three and I'm about 3.5 right now. I'm definitely stage four on some days, but I'm not fully where I want to be. And Dr. Tracy Tracy said, there's a lot more uh, progress. She feels a lot more progress to be made as I just stay patient. But so it's almost like, I almost want to say it's been cut in thirds, you know, three, 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 but I haven't been wearing the maskers that long or, you know, nine months. So I, um, like I said, I'm about about halfway through stage, stage uh, into stage four. I was just reviewing some data on uh, tinnitus treatment and how 
a lot of the effects, a lot of the habituation effects comes between nine and 18 months. And you're really just about there. You're just entering that period. So Dr. Tracy is right to say that although you've made a lot of progress, it's not, there's still some room, there's still some opportunity there. So to continue to be patient, continue to follow the protocol, follow the system and understand that independent researchers have determined this period between say nine and 18 months, there's a lot of gains that can still happen. So this habituation effect can go deeper and deeper and be stronger and stronger for you over the next six to nine months. So hopefully that's helpful and reassuring because most medical conditions, when, you know, when we're talking about over six months of a treatment, we would say, I don't know, that just seems really long. Shouldn't I have already gotten better by now? And we want the treatment window to be as short as possible, but we have to acknowledge that, hey, this tinnitus can move slowly. So let's not write it off as being done and no more, no more benefit. Let's keep going to make sure we get the, you know, the compounding benefit of what you've already done. So I hope you've listened to this so far and been inspired. And of course, Melinda, we're really happy for you. And I want to personally say that your story is one of hope for many who are listening. So there is real hope out there for tinnitus. There are things you can do. Find us at Treble Health. We have a team of audiologists. We'd be more than happy to have a conversation with you and see if we can help you. So with that in mind, Melinda, we always want to be real and we, you know, we, we don't want to make it seem like, oh, no, tinnitus is no, no longer a problem in your life ever again. And it's a hundred percent better. That's not necessarily what we, we aim for in terms of a goal for tinnitus. So give us some last comments on realistically, what do you experience these days? Do you still have some tinnitus? How much better is it from your perspective day to day? And then any last tips for healthy living or for our listeners here? Yeah. So I do have low grade tinnitus um, that I'm working through. Like I said, there have been days where it's almost silent, but when the days I have it, it's very manageable. Dr. Tracy really worked with me on some things specific to my life and what I could do, but it is for me, there is a component on sleep. There's a component on uh, healthy eating because if I'm feeling better, I can handle my tinnitus better and I can let the therapy work better. Um, I do go to craniosacral therapy once a week. That's really helped me. I was surprised. It complements the program. And just trying to stay calm, the meditations that Ben, Dr. Ben has out there on YouTube, I do those still just to practice. Uh, I don't want to get away from what worked to calm my nervous system in the beginning because I just want to keep moving. Um, some days you have to, I admit that you have to find that that spot in you, that grit spot in you where you can persevere. Because some days it's really going to feel hard and then just keep hope the next day is, is not as hard. So you really have to dig deep and, and keep running the marathon. That's my my advice. Linda, thank you for sharing your story. If you found this interview helpful here on YouTube, please comment below helpful. And Melinda, let's check in in another six months and see how you're doing then. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ben Thompson. If you have two minutes, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a five-star review on the Apple podcast platform for the Treble Health podcast. Thank you for your time. And if you need any services for tinnitus or hearing aids, please head over to treblehealth.com and our team of expert audiologists will be able to help you via telehealth. Have a great one and see you soon.